smartcast you are listening to health shots brought to you by hd smartcast pregnancy and parenthood these are the two choices we make for life for some of us it's a smooth ride for the rest of us it's sometimes even difficult to just begin regardless we find it worth our while so much so that we opt for all kinds of fertility treatments one of the most notable being ivf so to make it a little easier at least at the beginning we bring to you this podcast ask the ivf expert is brought to you by parents of fertility powered by merk i'm your host deepthi ahuja and i will interview ivf experts from all over india to cover all sorts of questions you my dear would be parent might have in mind so are you ready to embark on your parenthood journey with fertility experts here we go Age and fertility have long been associated with each other. Whether you have a child via a normal pregnancy or an IVF procedure, the first thing that the society notices is the health of the child and then the age of the parents. Also unfortunately, the questions about age are mostly directed towards women. So let's settle all arguments regarding this topic once and for all today. To lend her expertise and over 15 years of experience we have with us Dr Anushka Madan who is a senior consultant and director of reproductive medicine at Vrinda Fertility Delhi. Hi Dr Anushka how are you? I'm good how are you? Good too good too. Uh now uh, Dr Anushka I'm just going to dive in. This is a very very interesting topic and I don't think we should keep our uh, listener waiting. We often hear that the female fertility rate starts to decline after the age of 30. Uh so when it comes to IVF when is old too old? So when it comes to IVF no woman is too old to have an IVF in fact you have you must have heard so many women over the age of 60 also conceiving through an IVF but that is not an ideal situation but certainly what nature has created or what god has created the best reproductive age hmm. is between the age of 20 to 30 right. and certainly after the age of 30 the reproductive uh, potential of a woman starts to go down the hill uh so that by that i means her egg reserve starts to go down the quality and the quantity of eggs they start decreasing right, right. and after the age of 35 the rate of uh the i mean the rate of decreasing of eggs it multiplies multifold hmm but still you're saying it's never too old and it's never too late never too old yeah but certainly age is a determining factor Yeah. Um, the younger mothers are definitely much better than the older mother you are more energetic when you are young to even raise a child right but certainly age um, should not be a hindrance to you know um, to take you back foot to get pregnant right. if you having any problem at any age you can always approach a infertility specialist without yeah. wasting time as long as you are healthy enough yeah But- certainly But you know what uh, I really want to know and uh, you know how does age affect the quality and the quantity of eggs and does it also affect sperms uh, if so how See we'll talk about eggs first huh. See um so women are very different from men sure. So we'll talk about women first when a girl child is conceived when she is in her mother's womb mm-hmm. like all the organs are formed so her ovaries are also formed 
Hmm. So in her ovaries are eggs are also formed. So hmm. what we have in a woman ovaries are the you know finite number of oocytes or a finite number of eggs. Hmm. which are immature at that time so once the girl is born and she grows and she reaches a puberty she starts her period so these eggs they start maturing every month and every month like she has a periods one egg matures and ruptures yeah. right but after the age of like i would say 25 or 30 like every month one egg is formed but the rest of the eggs they become some of the eggs i would say they become atretic or they we lose those eggs basically mm-hmm. and after the age of 30 the rate of losing those eggs it increases mm. so the egg reserve decreases and like we are aging our eggs are also aging because our eggs had formed when the women were like the, that girl was inside her mother's womb so like so likewise our eggs have also been aging Right. So that's why the quality of decreases and the quantity of eggs also decreases with age. Right. And what happens to sperms then? The sperms the mechanism is different. You know the sperm the production is always on the spermatogenesis is always there. Okay. Right. So uh, age affects the spermatogenesis but not like women's. Uh you know you may have pregnancy with a man of 70 years old also. Hmm. But obviously, a seventy-year-old woman will not have eggs at that at that time. Right. So it's basically the way they are. The egg and the sperm differ in terms of design. It's natural design. That yes. Is the mechanism is different, basically. Interesting. Are there any complications that an older female is most susceptible to during an IVF pregnancy, and what could be those complications? See, so some age-related complications certainly. come like a woman can become diabetic she can become hypertensive by hypertensive we can she can have high bp mm-hmm. and uh, there can be some other issues also but most common are diabetes and uh, high blood pressure which can certainly have effect on our pregnancy hmm. okay uh, now how about post pregnancy complications for older women uh, can you talk about some of those Yeah suppose like a woman is uh, non diabetic and non hypertensive but she if she develops diabetes during her pregnancy or if she develops uh, high blood pressure during her pregnancy then that uh, thing may continue after her delivery also right and with the older women there are more chances of a woman having a cesarean section more chances of undergoing operation so obviously the post op complications can be there what are those I mean the healing, the recovery from a surgery. Right. In a younger woman, maybe it will take a few days, but in an older woman, it can take few days, maybe to a few months also. Right, right. Uh, so then, you know, Doctor Anushka, how do you, as an IVF expert, take care of or manage these complications? I've also heard that there are uh, chances of birth defects, but we'll come to that later. Do tell us how do you manage these complications? See IVF pregnancies are generally high risk pregnancies especially with older women. So we uh, there is one thing called as a preventive medicine then there is a therapeutic medicine also. So mm-hmm. initially when we start a uh, older woman with a IVF treatment we make sure that uh, she uh, doesn't have or she doesn't have any un- underlying disease or if she has we try to correct it beforehand mm-hmm. and then we start with our procedure. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, if we have any complication during the procedure or uh, during the pregnancy, then we take care of it. We have a complete team for that. So it's yeah. a multidisciplinary thing. So we take uh, we consider a physician also to take care of our blood pressure, to take care of our diabetes, and so, so basically, on. it depends upon a couple to couple and the kind of complications that they could ideally face, and then accordingly you appoint yes. uh, people in the team, right? Yes, to manage the complications. Lovely. Right. Um, now. I've heard, um, and a lot of people, uh, for that matter of fact, have come across this thing that there are chances, there are higher chances of birth defects like Down syndrome um, that are there for babies born to older women. Is that true? Yeah, it is very true. Like I said, when you age, your eggs are also aging. Mm-hmm. So when you're aging, your eggs are a- aging. So that means your eggs may have some mutation. So, because of those mutations, when you conceive a baby through those eggs, so there are more chances of baby having a genetic problem and one of those most common problems is Down syndrome. Right. What about women who are younger but could also have, you know, something like a PCOS, PCOD, endometriosis, all of these kind of disorders. If women have those or if men for that matter of fact have complications, are there any other defects that, uh, you know, can affect such babies born through IVF? And are there ways of early detection of such birth defects also? Certainly, we have uh, ways to detect. That is, uh, we we call it as a prenatal testing. So, when a woman conceives, whether it is a young woman or an older woman, I mean, like uh, whosoever has got pregnant. So, mm-hmm. when the woman reaches uh, twelve weeks of pregnancy, so we do a nuchal scan. We check the nasal bone and the nuchal thickness of the baby. just to rule out down syndrome and there are few blood tests which are considered to rule out uh, genetic abnormalities right and are they like you said for older women uh, of course down syndrome is one of the defects that uh, we need to take care of yeah any specific defects for other kinds of disorders see there is one down syndrome then there is one turner syndrome and there is some thing called as uh, nuchal cord defects okay What are those? So basically, these are the defects in the spinal cord of the baby. If you talk in uh, layman language, yes, yes, please, please talk to me in layman language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would certainly try my best. But if you could just explain these three defects in layperson language. In Down syndrome, basically, you know, baby, you must have seen, you know, babies uh, with the moon faces, round faces, with mm. little low IQ levels, with you know, uh, slanting eyes and low set ears. Mm. They are like the, you know, these are differently. Abled child, so their milestones are also delayed. Hmm. Okay. And they may have some other congenital abnormalities. Also, there may be some okay. associated heart diseases. Also, with the baby birth defects. Also. Hmm. So okay. those are Down syndrome. Right. And the other two you were talking about. So there's one uh, the nuchal cord defects. Basically, these are you know you the spinal cord it goes down and it uh, splits into two. We call it spina bifida. Just to rule out that because then the survival of the babies, um, it's it's not very good. Right. Um. Wow. That's that's a little scary. <laughs> just to yeah. Be- so now I mean I think my next and final question would simply be. what are some of the ways in which an older couple can really prepare themselves for an ivf pregnancy so that everyone is healthy everyone comes out of this pregnancy healthy the child the mother the father everybody 
talk about older women we have to first define how old is the woman suppose a woman is of the age of 30 hmm. and her egg reserve is low but not very poor then her only eggs can be used maybe you know her egg reserve is going down but she her eggs are still there so we can use those eggs hmm. and as i said once she conceives so we can go for all prenatal testing at every stage of pregnancy to rule out that the baby is fine and the baby doesn't have any genetic disorder suppose we have any doubt so they are non invasive procedure also a simple blood test can also rule out suppose there is a doubt in the blood test then we can do amniocentesis in which you know uh, we just insert a needle inside the uterus take out the f- uh, some amount of amniotic fluid and send it for a genetic testing to rule out that there is no abnormality in the child hmm. all right yeah suppose there is a woman of the age of suppose like 40 who wants to conceive and uh, yeah. her egg reserve is really really less so maybe uh, only like few eggs are left and those are not of very good quality then some of the couples they have to consider donor gametes also they may have to consider donor eggs also mm. so in that way the chances of pregnancy is more the chances of abortion is less and chances of having a normal child increases lovely um one more thing i mean these are the things that you spoke of uh, for the ivf team that is yeah. taking care of the couple uh, to take care of well, what can a couple do how can they improve their lifestyle how can they improve their uh, you know the quality of life in such a manner uh, that uh, it supports what exactly what the ivf team is trying to do for the couple as well you know we always advise any any couple who is entering our clinic or coming for a consultation we always tell both the partners to focus on their lifestyle so there has to be a complete lifestyle modification hmm. which that i mean sleeping in time getting up in time so right. 8 hours of sleep very important then eating in time again yeah having you know three major meals and three minor meals at least and preferably having home cooked fresh meals hmm avoiding on processed and junk food yeah right and the third and not i would not say the last but exercise exercise the main the main reason of decline of human fertility is because we all have become very sedentary yeah because of sedentary lifestyle all these complications are happening so we have to you know keep moving and exercise well sleep right. in time get up in time and eat well right and abstinence from smoking and drinking right that that's exactly what I was coming to so in case yeah. you're not uh, See, you know, earlier we would not find many women drinking or smoking hmm i would talk about like 20 years back but now if i see so many young women also smoking and drinking it really breaks my heart mm-hmm. and that's the reason of early decline of oocyte reserve right so even if you know you are uh, what i really wanted to come to is that even if uh, a couple uh, does not smoke drink um does not engage in any of those habits uh, which are quote unquote uh, bad habits also like you know so many of our doctors have said um yeah. but still uh, there are things that you can do in to improve your lifestyle in such a manner that that a healthy pregnancy is had a healthy baby is born uh, three of those things being um exercising eating right eating three meals uh, uh, major three major meals and three minor meals yeah 
yeah and the third thing is sleeping a lot yeah. of us don't sleep on time get up on time and a lot of us don't think that we deserve even 8 hours of sleep so please if you if you are listening and you are not doing either of these things these three things please do it now <laughs> please start yeah. today. <laughs> thank you so much uh, dr anushka for your time this was uh, quite a quick insightful chat thank you you're welcome my pleasure That's it for this episode. We'll be back with another one super soon. Until then, chin up, yar. Or koi bhi sawal ho, to reach out to us at HT Health Shots. For updates on this podcast, follow us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Clubhouse, LinkedIn, you name it. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno nai nazariye se. You were listening to Health Shots brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.